Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a walk in the park podcast. (laughs) This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun, the extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo. I just, I literally was like, oh crap, and I jumped on. Jumpity jump, jump, jump. Hang on, sorry. It's great. Just going to make sure I put my water back on for my Apple Watch since I'll be floating in the pool for this podcast. (laughs) That's right. That's right, people. It's a rough life here in Florida. Uh, Sorry, I got to get into my little floaty first. Is it a unicorn floaty? It is not. You know, the day of the age of the unicorn is over for Babs. Why? It's just not my thing anymore. Ew. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm anti-unicorn. But but you were going to start a whole society, a whole island with the unicorn flag. You're over it? Well, well remember, I mean, you know, there are many things that you can put on a flag. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, remember, kind of when I moved to Florida, I said my new thing was palm trees. God, I don't remember. Uh, maybe I said that to Yvonne. <laughs> I don't know. Life's hard, man. Oh, either, man. That's just, um, I don't, I'm going to have to take some time now to digest that information. All right, that's fair. <laughs> All right. Well, let me break it down for you. I see a unicorn. It makes me happy. I just don't feel the need. I just don't feel the need to like buy everything unicorn that I see. You're no longer obsessed. Yeah. I'm not obsessed with unicorns anymore. You appreciate them. I do appreciate them. I appreciate And maybe I should go back. Maybe my life was better when I was obsessed with them. Maybe I should go back to that. (laughs) To think about this. Huh. Uh, right, yeah, but- I mean, like I said, I'll, it'll just take me a moment to digest it, but I'll be fine. I know you're worried about me. I am always worried about you. In <laughs> fact, tell me what the heck, what was the drama? What was the, the craziness from a week ago or whatever? You had oh, stories to tell. What? <laughs> Listen. There was drama yesterday, so it could be like it could be like all new drama. <laughs> mm. Let me think about this then. Yeah, Hang on. I would have to know what drama we're talking about because. All right, hold on, hold on. This isn't going to be that hard to find. It was a text to me and Joanne. Oh, okay. And uh, let's see, Marissa and Joanne. Let's scroll back. 
Oh, well, we have to also be careful because if this is on a Zoom, I really can't talk about people. Oh, yeah. Well, we're not, I mean, we're not, it's not going into the podcast. Oh, okay. Because it is different no. recording. I know. I think it's because it automatically sets up to record. Oh, but okay. I think I, I think I pressed a button because for work, like when we have work client calls, like especially like patents and vendor uh, calls and stuff, we want to, um, but yeah, no, I won't put any, this, none of this would go into a podcast. Or okay. wait, Adam, although I, hang on, hang on, let me look <laughs> at this. No, no, no. Well, I'm just like, it started recording automatically, but I can pause the recording. All right. The recording is back in progress because we've talked about all of our top secret things. <laughs> Except I think we can share this with our listeners because this is going to be pretty exciting because we are going to be together in about a month. Yeah. And I mean, the amount of in-person podcast recording that could happen then is unfathomable. Literally Wait, a un- month. Literally un- Fathomable. You're right. Yeah. It's literally a month. <laughs> August just looked at me and he goes, Wait a second. Is next month June? Uh, that we're halfway through the year that's right oh uh, well that's the end of june yes we're technically yeah we're at least a third of the way through the year oh my gosh this year yeah i don't even know what to say about it but um i mean we have all the usual topics we can cover i haven't been paying attention to the tennis although i don't know it's the madrid open oh yeah we're right Hold on, I was just muting for a second because August was using the ice maker. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so yeah, I was. Um, have you been watching any tennis today? No, no, no. Jonathan was telling me he thought maybe there would be interesting tennis today. I mean, I'm always recording it. I just have the DVR set to record. But you know, you know what I care about, Marissa, and you know what I don't care about. I do, but I still feel the need to update you on certain things anyway. Well, I know, but uh, uh, some things might make me unhappy. If you, give me the, if you give me the wrong information, I'll be sad. But you can give, oh, you can give uh, me some updates. The matches I'll take, today, yeah. I'll tell you who played. How about that? All right. Okay. So Nadal and Alcaraz. Uh, oh, yeah. You can tell me the results of that because I don't care. Oh, Alcaraz won in three sets. Yes. So. I, I don't. Okay, that's another conversation right there. Djokovic played. Who did he play against? Hercats. How do you, Hersh, I forgot how to say his name. Yeah, I think it's Hercats. Yeah, the Polish kid. Hercats. Who... That's it. And then, and he won. Of uh, I'm sorry, Djokovic. And then um, Tsitsipas and Rublev and Tsitsipas. Oh, they did go to three sets? Okay. They went uh, to and then Zevrev and Felix are playing. Ogier. Oh, that must be an interesting match. I'm not sure I've ever seen the two of them play at each other. Yeah. FAA and Zverev? Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm well, because, you know, sometimes it is weird with tennis. You get these players and they're playing each other and you've heard of both of them and they've been playing a lot. And then they tell you, like, this is the second time they've met head to head or this is the first time. Right. they, You know, it's just weird. Sometimes people just do not, 
you know, they, they're on like the same side of the draw or the opposite side and they just don't meet up that much, but. Right. Right. Interesting. Well, is this the quarter? Is this the quarterfinals now or what, what are they in? No, no. Now we're, we're we're coming out of the quarterfinals and we're going into the semifinals. Okay. So Alcaraz and Djokovic have made it into the semis. Yes. Now we're waiting to see if Sissipas or Rublev make it in. Correct. Correct. And then if Zverev and FAA make it in. So it'll be one yeah. of the, it'll be two of the four of them. Yes. So it's a gotcha. lot of tennis going on. And it is, a, uh, out the, if you can watch the Alcaraz match, you might be interested in watching it because Alcaraz took a really, wasn't a bad fall, but he lost his footing and he looked like he rolled his ankle, but he rolled, he literally oh, no. kind of fell into the fall like he didn't tighten up. Right. So he right. was able to get up out of it and they doubt like kind of went over and said, are you all right, man? Right. And, and Alcaraz was, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. He was probably just a little shaken up. So he made it over to the chair and he said, that's, that was the end of the first, this second set and they doubt blown him out by like six one and in the then, second set in the second set excuse me and then uh yeah he got he lost i think three six in the third uh they doubted right um, but when i say he took a fall it was like holy cow and then he just he wasn't right after the first set that's why he, he lost but he managed to come back and it was it was a really good match it was a really good match oh wait so he fell in the first set after the uh, I'm sorry. The, he fell at the end of the. When did he? Uh, he fell. No, he fell at the in the beginning of the second set. That's probably why he lost. Okay, or lost as badly as he did, maybe. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Well, I do find the whole Nadal Alcaraz matchup. I find it interesting because they're both Spaniards, and Jonathan says, you know, Alcaraz is going to be this amazing player, which, you know, I've heard Jonathan say things like this before, like, I don't know how many years ago now, maybe as many as five or six years ago, Jonathan was telling me about this teenager, Francis Tiafo, who was going to be like a top player, you know, and was so amazing. And as we've seen, Tiafo has not lived up to that uh, assessment. And so part of me wonders if Alcaraz will be the same, but like, okay, speaking of people who like, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, they don't play that much. Like, how many times has have Alcaraz and Nadal played this year already? Uh, I mean, they've definitely uh, already played w- at least once, and I feel like second meeting. I don't know. I just feel like that's Indian a lot. Wells, didn't they? I don't know which tournament, but I know they played, and I don't know. Alcaraz was winning, but then Nadal came back and won it. I guess. This is their only second meeting, but the, the statistics between the two of them at that age are in, just overwhelming. It's kind like of like comparable. Comparable. And they have a similar style. It's just that Alcarez is much stronger than him. It's just like you're watching, and, but you have to know that there's an exact, what is it? Exactly 17 years between them in their Interesting. age. Interesting. And then. What? Yeah. Well, because what is Nadal is turning? Is he turning? I think he's turning 36 this month. Yeah. And then I, I think feel... Alcaraz is just 17. Okay. Oh, wow. I didn't realize he was that young. Yeah, because he was playing juniors 
over a little over a year ago and he decided to go pro like he decided to switch over from junior so all right just using that as a segue i have to say that when jojo was here we watched king richard oh yeah how was the it richard williams movie uh, it was very interesting. So Jojo had started watching it on the plane, but the flight from Atlanta to Sarasota isn't long enough to see the whole thing. Right. It's, it's, it's kind of a longer movie. I feel like it was over two hours. Um, yeah, I mean, it was very interesting. Um, I, it was mostly focused on Venus, though. I had kind of forgotten. Like, Venus was on the Pro Tour, like, two years before Serena joined. And uh, really, I mean, Venus was Richard Williams' like, real focus. Like, you know, Serena was kind of the afterthought. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I just think it's super interesting because, obviously, Serena went on to far eclipse everything that, you know, Venus accomplished. I mean, obviously Venus accomplished a lot, but oh, here yeah. in the modern modern era, I mean, you know, you have Serena and before that you had Steffi and that those are in my mind kind of the only two people, two women tennis players in our lifetimes that have been kind of supersized, you know. Right. right. Now, who knows if Steffi would have won as many if that person hadn't stabbed Monica Sellis and Monica had, you know, had had her full tennis career, but that's the whole thing. You never know. Now, just remind me, did Monica Sellis get hurt bad enough where she couldn't play or was it more psychological? I don't remember. Um, I remember I feel it like, Yeah, I feel like it was over the long term, it was more psychological. Hmm. I mean, she was stabbed in the back of her neck. Yeah, so that's I remember when it scary. happened. I was watching the match. Yeah, so that's pretty scary. Yeah. Um, but again, it's like you said, I mean, that, it, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, so tennis, Jonathan said we're entering his favorite season because clay is his favorite surface and the French Open is his favorite Grand Slam. And so he's like, oh, there just isn't enough time to watch tennis. And I was I like, oh, yeah, I feel so sorry. ringing the other day because me and Shannon Johnson were talking about him. <laughs> oh, really? That's funny. Because I remember the day that both our teams were playing and yeah. had a court booked and she offered yep. up our courts. I was there yeah. that day. So we were yeah. talking about that and laughing about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. He still remembers that. Like, you know, although now he would tell you because down here all the courts are clay and he was telling Jojo he's like yeah it makes such a huge difference he's like it's just so much better for me to be playing on clay he's like you know I'd play on the hard courts he's like my body would always hurt he's like now you know like it doesn't hurt at all and Jonathan at almost 60 is still beating like 22 year olds on the court I mean it's crazy Wow. It's just really funny. And then, of course, I always just want to be there if Jonathan's age, like, ever comes up. Like, anybody who knows him, we all know he looks younger than he is. But especially when he's wearing a hat, though, and you don't see his receding hairline, it takes, like, another five years off of of him. Yeah. So it's like people, uh, that's the part that I would like to go watch. I just like to be there. I'm always like, Jonathan, did you tell them your age? Did you tell them how old you are? (laughs) 
And he's like, no, I didn't want to make them feel bad. <laughs> he means that genuinely too. He's not trying to be like a jerk. If somebody asked him, he would tell them, but it's not like he volunteers his age. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Cause you know what? Yeah. I have that. I have that. I understand that because at 51, I'm beating women who are like 10 years younger than me. And they're yeah. really good. They're really yeah. good. But I'm just like yesterday, I played somebody that was, I don't know, seven or eight years younger than me. She had little kids. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't bother saying anything. Cause if I had, right. I think I would have crushed her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're another person that doesn't look your age, right? You could easily pass for 10 years younger than you are. And so people Why, would look you. at you. Thank you. People would look at you and, you know, if this woman's like 40, she'd be like, oh yeah, she's my age, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. I know it's so exciting. I'm going to get to see you in a month. And then a couple months after that, we get to go to Seaside together. It's very exciting. And it's like, and I feel like we set the trend for Seaside. Because now it's like more and more tennis teams are going down there. and the, Oh, really? Okay. The, yeah. And it's like they're talking about, oh, I just went to Seaside. And I'm like, <laughs> Whatever. We'll have we to set the trend. We set it, baby. And and we're still going. That's the thing. That's what kills me. We are we are the diehards. Basically, I mean, you, me, and JoJo, we're the diehard tennis people. That's right. I only call my I only call myself that. Actually, you know what? I'm not even. I'm the add-on. When you got when the tennis team started going to seaside, mm-hmm. I wasn't even playing tennis anymore. Now you had just stopped. Like, yeah, maybe, you're right. I just, I had just stopped. That's right. I think you had only stopped maybe six months prior, not even because you, I think you were just about done. I don't think you had yeah. over the day though. Yeah. Well, or maybe I had been out like a season or two, maybe yes. our first trip was 2015. Wow. And I feel like I, I feel like I gave up tennis maybe the end of 2014 so like when we were planning the first seaside sisters trip i had not been off the tennis team for that long but i wasn't on whatever that tennis team was and i can't remember who it was but somebody was like who is this babs person and why is she invited oh right our friend who planned the first trip would probably remember i mean because the invitation was extended to a large group of women. I mean, the entire tennis team. Absolutely, that's right. And so, then it was, and then it was, and it was the seven of it was the seven of us. That's what yeah. it ended up as. So, well, all those ladies have lost out on years of remarkable friendship. So, poo poo pachoo. <laughs> it's true, though. It's true, though. All right. So that's a lot of tennis talk, which we know our listeners can always expect from us. Um, I have to say that when Jojo was here, we watched the NFL draft for a bit because, you know, she and I are, are fans. So I just want to tell the listeners that I was horrified when the Buccaneers with their first pick picked some defensive end. I'm like, Tom Brady has unretired to come back to play for you. You should have picked whatever best wide receiver was left for him. 
because they were drafting later in the first round. But so still, uh, I'm sure he had some input. Why did they not listen to him? <laughs> I don't know that he. I don't know that he had any input. Um, uh, and no, then I imagine he did. I imagine the the page. Well, the big concern is is that Rob Gronkowski has not decided if he's playing another season. So they have not oh. resigned him. He's a free agent. And I figured when Tom came out of retirement, Gronk would sign on for another season. Um, But that's Mm -hmm. a concern. So I think the Buccaneers somewhere, I don't know what round, they drafted a tight end because they also lost another one. Anyway, point being, the Buccaneers, I think, got like a strong draft grade. The Patriots, I don't even know what they were thinking. I, I feel like maybe Bill Belichick has a brain tumor or something. I mean, I don't know what's happening to the Patriots uh, or, or Matt Patricia. I don't understand. And then, I don't know. I think the Seahawks, I'm not sure how great they did. It's going to be a weird year for Seahawks fans with Russell Wilson going the to the Broncos. I literally don't even remember them drafting. But we didn't watch the whole thing. But I don't remember seeing, like, a draft grade for them, really. So I don't yeah, know. They would have been lower down. I know it was like Jacksonville was at the top. Oh, well, yeah, that's the draft order. But I mean, once yeah. the draft is done, like different, you know, sports experts like grade the teams on how they right. did with their draft. And I don't right. remember if the Cowboys did, you know, good, bad, or ugly. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to look at them up. But um, sadly, yeah, the, so the Buccaneers play the Cowboys this season, but it's an away game in Dallas. Let's go. No, the Seahawks are coming to town. I told JoJo if she wanted to come down for the Buccaneers-Seahawks game, I'd go with her. Oh, dude, that's awesome. I know, except the Seahawks are like the least interesting home game for the Buccaneers this season. We have <laughs> – no, seriously, though, it's scary, Marissa. It's It's – Gary, we have the Packers, the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Rams. So basically the last four teams standing in the playoffs are coming here for home games. Wow. Um, That's a good season. No, it's a horrible season. Uh, It's a scary – it's not a horrible season. It's a scary season. It's a Um, scary – yeah, I know. It's going to be some good football. I think we have to play the Ravens, which they're always – scary uh, yeah there's always something going on there and i think maybe do we play the steelers who may be less scary without ben roethlisberger that was actually a nice story so i don't remember his name but there were two quarterbacks there on day one you know day one they have everybody that they think might get drafted they invite them to come to the venue and they get up called up on stage if they're there or whatnot and but nobody was picking quarterbacks and in fact one of the two quarterbacks slipped all the way down to the third round um i'll circle back to him because he's actually a roswell high school graduate um i'm not kidding i'm not kidding i'll get back to that story but anyway the nice story to close out the pittsburgh steelers angle was so the quarterback was there the pittsburgh steelers drafted him he went to the university of pittsburgh and his family's from pittsburgh so that was like an amazing experience for him to be drafted by the hometown team but yeah there was a guy there and i can't remember his last his first name was malik and his last name was maybe like williams or 
Williamson. I don't know. It started with a W. Basically, he was only at Roswell High School his senior year. He transferred in as a senior from some other school. That might have been the year the Roswell, you know, Roswell won this won the state championship. And then he went off to Auburn. Okay. And that is not where he graduated from. He ended up transferring from Auburn, probably because he was not getting the playing time he wanted and ended up graduating from some college called Liberty, which I was like, yeah, I, yeah, that, that school is a whole separate story, but as a young African-American man, I'm not sure that's where you'd want to go to school, but anywho, um, so yeah, so he was there day one, but he did not get drafted. Um, but then he did, I don't know who drafted him, but he did get drafted in the third round and he was happy. They like, he, he and his family were bowling at the time when he found out he was drafted. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. That's what Jonathan said. Cause he's like, I only brought one suit to Vegas and I didn't want to show up day two wearing the same suit. He's like, so my family and I just went bowling. Cause there were a couple people there, like again, cause day two, like they don't invite but some of the people, you know, that I guess have been invited, if you were there on day two, you know, you could get called up to the stage. Right. But a lot of, a lot of the round two, round three, like you didn't even see them. Or if you did, it like cut to their like draft watching party at their home or something. So, huh. but yeah, so we, you know, this is the time of year where tennis is still going strong. The NFL is just starting to sprinkle a little bit. You know, it's been desperate days for the past since the Super Bowl. Well, really, it's been desperate days since the Buccaneers were out of the playoffs. And then Tom <laughs> torturing me. Uh, uh. One of these I days, cannot. you and I are going to, we're going to get to like, we're going to have to, all right, this is what we're going to have to do. We have to do Labor Cup. We have to do the Miami Open. We have to do Indian Wells. These are like, as well, as long as Labor Cup is in this country, then we're, we're, we're pretty set. But what I'm saying is we got to like, we got to do those three. You got to. Those are important. I just wonder how much longer they're going to do Labor Cup. Well, and why do you say that? Well, because they missed it. I mean, when's the last time they did it, first of all? They're about to do it again in September, but it's going to be overseas. Oh, because so they canceled it because remember it, it was supposed to be in Boston. Right. But that was because and they and then they didn't reschedule it to Boston. So they just put it back somewhere overseas. Right. But then here's the other cool thing that I, I've heard floating around on the tennis channel. The commentators talk about it. Um, they're thinking about making one of the ATP 1000s here in the United States, another major. So I don't know if it would be uh, the Miami Open or- What? Yeah, they're thinking of making one of them another major. That's completely insane. And I could imagine a lot of people having a lot of opinions about it. Like, first of all, why does the US get it? Like, we don't even have the world's best tennis players. So why would we get another major? Why wouldn't it be somewhere else? Why wouldn't it be somewhere else in Europe? Money and marketing. It would be like kind of like the Olympics. You know what I'm saying? Like if you or if you offer it to right, if if you can afford it, right. And I don't I'm know thinking though. 
I don't know. It's there, but got, they, are, I mean, they are floating it around. They are that's interesting because you got to have more tennis courts for a major. You got to right. have some big stadiums, right? Because it's only a major because you, you're letting a lot more people in. There's a bigger draw. So you got to have right. the spots to play. You know what? That's so interesting because Los Angeles has the Olympics, Summer Olympics in 2028, I think. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what they're thinking. They're thinking like, hey, we're going to have to build this big venue, tennis venue for the Olympics in Los Angeles. If we're going to put in all that money, maybe we get, but what would you call it? You can't call it the U.S. Open. No, but you know what? If you're going to go that far, Atlanta, and I've been saying this for years, we have it, we have it all built out. No, we don't. Yeah, we don't have I mean, anything. They, we had, There's we had nothing the grand here. We had the Olympics here. That's just all under tumbleweeds right now. But I'm thinking it to go from here to, I think it was Stone Mountain, not very far. So it's just like, it's just a car ride over there. I don't know why you can't stay in Atlanta and then just take a car ride over to the courts. But I don't think was, Atlanta has enough gravitas, honestly. I think it's crazy because we are the biggest tennis community in the country. I know, but it's not where the famous people live. So I don't know. My, my guess is Los Angeles because they'll be building out the tennis stuff for the 2028 Olympics and all that stuff will be much newer. I mean, nobody, Atlanta, Georgia, Atlanta and Georgia don't have any money to revitalized stuff that was built 30 years ago i don't know you know what you're right right now but i think that's changing because you know i always watch the local news and all the building out that's taking place like ford wanted to build a plant in southwest georgia somewhere for uh their new um oh i forgot it's their uh damn it Ravidian, that's the name of their new Ford pickup truck, and it's an electric pickup truck, but it's so powerful that it could it could power up your house in the event of you know your power going out. Like a backup generator? Like a backup generator. And so it's on back order for like a year already or whatever. And they that's... wanted to build a Ravidian plant here in Georgia, but the residents of that particular town are like, you can take your plant and well and isn't that um okay so that particular element that you just mentioned i mean isn't that being affected by the russia ukraine war i feel like maybe one of those two countries is a big exporter of that and that's part of you know, the it supply be, chain but stuff. I haven't heard that angle. I just heard that. I think it's an environmental thing. I think that the residents don't want that plant. Oh, food. no. I mean, but that's why there's like a year delay and why oh, they're trying yeah, yeah, to get yeah. it, get it over here is because we're having supply chain issues. And I feel like this supply chain issue is due to Russia, Ukraine. I'm not sure. Yeah, or China. Sure. Let's call it what, what, well, I mean, that's, I, yeah, I couldn't remember if it was a COVID China thing with their I don't know but then I was talking to somebody my girlfriend um uh here uh, uh 
she's the mother of one of the other tennis players on the varsity the financial mm-hmm. advisor. And she was telling me, you know, because she gets all these phone calls, what about, you know, my portfolio, what's going on with the stock market and everything. And she right. was saying a lot of everything, uh, not everything, but a lot of what's going on is affected by the supply chain. Yeah. Specifically from China. And I thought to myself, do you think, and I actually, no, I, I asked her this. I said, do you think this is going to affect us in a positive way in the future? Do you think that the United States will get it in its head that we can, we can do stuff here and we don't need to depend on them? And she was like, you know what? If we were smart, yes. But she's like, I just don't know if that's going to happen. But I think it could be in the have- long term. I don't know. I just think people have to remember we are only a country of 330 million people. I don't think people appreciate that we don't have the workforce. So, of course I mean, we do. There's one, it's one, there are two jobs open for every American right now. Think about that two jobs for every one American. Yeah, that means we don't have the workforce. We don't have enough, we have too many jobs and not enough people to fill them. But it so, does also mean that people can work. Some people are choosing not to. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't. I mean, I that's... I both ways, but I think of it as people are choosing, I, I feel like people are choosing not to work right now or they're being very particular about what they take. Well, but think about it. Why should people have to do, why are people thinking, yeah, I'm, if I don't have to do this job, I mean... Just because we're like, oh, we want these jobs here doesn't mean there are people here that want to do them. Do you want to do one of these? Do you want to do one of these jobs? I mean, I don't. No, you're right. So I'm just saying, I mean, I think. I don't think there's a right and a wrong. I think these are valid arguments. I mean, they all listen, you know, we're getting into primary season now coming up on a midterm election year. And so we're seeing, you know, People are starting, obviously, they're talking about the economy. They're talking about, you know, bringing jobs to America, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just like, all right, well, just remember, you have to find a workforce. You have to train a workforce. You have to keep a workforce for all these jobs that we haven't been doing. So I'd be like, why don't you identify the people first that want these jobs before you start bringing stuff back? And it always comes down to at the end of the day. You bring stuff back here, okay, but you don't, and you support that, you don't get to complain when you have to pay twice as much for the same product because, you know, in America, we don't pay people sweat labor. So I'm not saying morally, morally, there's a compelling argument for it because, you know, yeah, we'd pay, we'd pay people more than other countries, but is somebody, you know, going to be pissed all of a sudden when they're, new iPhone costs twice as much, you know, it already costs a thousand dollars. You have to pay $2,000 for a new iPhone because it was manufactured here in the United States of America. Right. So it's never, it's never as clear cut. There no. are always trade-offs. You think yeah. you're like, Oh, we're making progress here. All right. Well, you've taken two steps backwards somewhere else. So, right. you know, now people can't afford iPhones or, you know, pe- fewer people can afford smartphones and then that becomes an issue. And, it's all a hot mess. There are almost 8 billion people on this planet. That's what we live in. Hot mess. 
Just saying. That's and my official sum, word. Sum this up to summarize this argument. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, oh gosh, yes. there's so much. There's so much more we could talk about. It scares me. Uh, we don't Why have. Are you walking the, around your house in circles? I know, because you know, I have stuff. I have stuff I have to put away. I was saying bye to Jonathan and Vivian too. Oh, where are uh, they going? Yeah, they were going to see the latest Marvel movie, which is. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, and I find I don't know. They took me to Spider-Man: Homecoming when it came out, and I was like, I will never see another Marvel movie in the theater ever again. All right, it was but tor- explain why you why it's torturous. Uh, the movie was so freaking boring. First of all, boring. Really? Wait, 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 wait. Let's fat. Let's wait. Let's let's qualify the statement. Do you not like action movies or superhero movies? Um, I don't not like them. This is what I will say. They're usually thin on character plot development, in my opinion. And really. I mean, Jonathan would tell you the Spider-Man movies. He actually said that Spider-Man Homecoming was the first one that actually had like a storyline. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, but then, you know, you have to sit there for like another half an hour because everybody knows like once they go through all the credits, then they're going to give you like sneak peeks into the next movie or like outtakes or something. Okay. So we were sitting there and my head just wanted to explode. I was like, I want to leave. I want to leave. I want to leave. Really? I okay. hate it. I hate it. I hate okay. it. All right. But um, yeah. I so. have not watched all the most recent Spider-Man movies. I watched the first one and August tells me I can watch them out of order, but I am a purist. I need to watch all my movies in the order that they are done. So I can't watch the latest one without watching the second one. Well, and the hype about Spider-Man Homecoming was it had all... Oh, wait. Sorry. I don't know. That might be a spoiler. That's, it's fine. I, I mean, I will watch them on TV or HBO or whatever I get because I don't even know what I get anymore. Although, just to move off to the side for a second, I watch a lot of Viking shows and I'm into a new one. So... There's a new Viking show? This one's called The La- The Lost Kingdom, and I'm just obsessed with it. I, I got through the first season pretty quickly, so I'm all, I, all right. I, I think, just to tell our listeners, I think there's something wrong with me, and I said this in front of my girlfriend, Cindy, the other day. I said, I think there's something wrong with me. I like watching hot men kill people. <laughs> She's like, there's nothing wrong with that. And I said, there's something all right, there. All right. I don't know. I don't know. I do feel like there's things there to unpack. Is it only if it's hot men killing people? Can it just be hot men? Do they have to be killing people? Can they just be permanently maiming and dismembering them? Or no. Inquiring, inquiring minds want to know. All right. When they're, when they're killing somebody. There's a reason for it, and it's a morally good reason, and I can get behind it. <laughs> okay. All righty then. <laughs> it is interesting. <laughs> when, when I see you in a month, we will revisit this and we will unpack this, I guess. We will. Unpack we, will. This. we will. And we'll have a lot more to talk about by then or before then because yeah. 
the country is slowly slipping into like a true Handmaid's Tale version of itself. Oh, oh, oh. So I can't yeah, get- we can't even we can't even get into that. At That's this a point. whole episode. And see, yeah. you know, it's funny. Um, just a side note. Um, Alec, I follow Alec. Welcome to MB's Corner for Season 5. In my corner, we'll talk about sports, news, entertainment, current events, and much more. You don't want to miss out on any second of MB's Corner. Hi, Michael. Hi. How are you? Good. I think we're still waiting on Marissa. Let's see. I think she's here. All right. Let's see. Where are my sunglasses? I have to switch to my sunglasses now. Since I'm sitting outside by my pool, since it's beautiful, sunny weather here in the great state of Florida. Yes. Okay. Got it. All right. Cool. Sorry. So. Hey there. How's it going, people? Good. Party good. people. Good. Good. I know. So MB, I, I want to kick it off in a celebratory fashion. So I heard you did some birthday celebrating yesterday ahead of your official birthday tomorrow. So yeah. lay it on us. Share us. Give us the deets. I went out to dinner. Wait, wait, wait. I feel like, was that the first thing you did or the middle thing you did or the last thing you did? The first thing I did. Yeah, go in chronological order from what was the earliest thing you did yesterday to celebrate your birthday? Excuse me. My my mom's friend bought, brought over a pound cake. Nice. 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 I love a good pound cake. Mm-mm. Then the second thing I did is that we went out to dinner. Okay. Where'd you go? El Terrero on Crossville. Okay. Oh, gosh. I haven't Wait. been there in like a billion years. Hang on, though. That sounds really It's right next to Trader Joe's. It is? Yeah, like right in that same shopping center. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know that. I thought, wasn't there an El Terrero on Highway 9 at one point? Did they move? No, this one, I know of this one. That, that one's already been there. Okay. All right. So, MB, so you went out to dinner. You, you had some Mexican food. Yes. All right. Tell us, tell us about your dining experience. I had pan-seared chicken for dinner. Nice. Huh. All right. I'm confused, though. That doesn't sound very Mexican. Was it in a tortilla, a burrito? Yeah, there- a- <laughs> No, there were tortillas <laughs> with it. I need a drink. I listeners, what time if, is if, it? You saw Mar- if you saw Marissa, you'd know she's shaking her head at me. Uh, I've already got some wine, people, so it's. I don't know why you aren't drinking. Well, I know why you aren't drinking, MB, because you've only turned 20. 
Well, yeah. tomorrow, yeah. officially. All right. So did you, who was with you at dinner? You don't have to name names. You can just say parents, friends, family. My parents and friends, from my parents, and then a couple of friends from school. Oh, All that's right. nice. Awesome. So you had a good dinner. Yes. Now, let me know, did you keep it on the QT or was it like one of those embarrassing birthdays where they sang to you? No, I pretty kept, I pretty kept, they didn't sing to me. Perfect. All right. Because I really hate it when waiters or waitresses come over and start singing personally. It's just me. Then after dinner, we went to Brewster's. Oh, yes. Oh, nice. Okay. Then after that, we went to play miniature golf. Oh, where'd you do that? Like the fringe at it... Aurora. Oh, okay. Oh, it's been a long time since I've been there. Was it crowded? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure it was. It was a beautiful night last night. Now, wait, do they still have, didn't they have like two mini golf courses? Yes, there? they still have two. They still oh. have two. Okay. So how'd you do? Did everyone let you win? <laughs> no, my friend came in first place. Oh, oh, come on, people. Come on. You know, I went mini golfing recently and I don't go that often. Uh, prior to this, I can't tell you the last time I went mini golfing, but I went in April and I went with my brother, my sister-in-law, my four-year-old nephew. Um, and I got a hold of one. Nice. Yeah. Anyone in, anyone in your party get a hold of one, MB? Mm, you my friend. My friend Hunter. And did he or she win? He d- he won. He did win. Yeah. You know, sadly, with my hole-in-one, I did not win because I'm very uneven. <laughs> <laughs> so I have, I, it, it, was, it was very difficult for me yesterday. Oh, <laughs> do tell. Explain. It's been a long time since I've done miniature golf, so it was. Ah, uh, yeah. So my skills were kind of rusty. Um, yeah, I yeah. know. It is one of those things. It's like, it, it, yeah, if you do it regularly, that's right. I mean, obviously, I'll speak for myself. I can't speak for Hunter not knowing him and not having been there. But, you know, my whole one was just complete ridiculous luck. I mean, obviously, I, like, tried, but. The hole I got my hole in one on, I swear, was like one of those ones that you like hit it and it kind of has to like go under and through something and you lose it for a while and it comes out and rolls around and then went in. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, okay. All right. So that's awesome. She had a little Saturday night birthday celebration. And what have you been doing today? Sunday, just relaxing. Yeah. Tomorrow I'm going to see a movie with friends. Okay, what movie are you going to see? Doctor Strange, the new Marvel movie. Okay, is all that right. the second well, one, or that's the second one, right? Yeah, the okay multiverse into madness, whatever. The yeah. Name is. Wait, wait. The multiverse into madness is the. It's the second the one. The... It's the oh. second one in the Doctor Strange series. Okay. Yeah, so Jonathan and Vivian went to see that. I would say, um, depending on the level of M- Marvel fans, you and your friends are MB, I would say be prepared. I feel like Vivian was a little emotionally devastated by the movie. Oh. 
Okay. Yeah, so yeah I didn't really. Go and see it because I'm not a fan of Marvel, but Vivian was, Vivian, yeah. <laughs> she might have some trauma associated with the movie. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's exciting. Have you already got your tickets? Are you going to see like a matinee or a night show? Or- I can. My friends and I are still discussing it. Okay. Do you have do you have choices of where you can see it? Yeah. Okay. Um, we're slowly narrowing the choices down. Okay, because where are these friends located for the summer? Are they like in one Roswell? Lives in, one lives in two of them live in Marietta. Okay. One lives, one lives in Johns Creek. Ah, okay. That's so that's not for so for people who listen. A lot of our listeners probably know this geography, but for people who don't, you know, Johns Creek and Marietta, especially depending on what part you're in, are pretty far apart. It could be a solid yeah. hour uh, to get from one to the other. And then where MB is, is kind of in the middle. So are you picking kind of the middle, like in your area, MB? Because what, what choice do you have? Aurora, maybe Avalon. Yeah. The- <laughs> Then there's one called Merchant's Walk. Oh, oh yeah, that's not too far away. Wait, I mean, isn't that more in Marietta? That's yeah, that one's in Marietta. Kind of okay. Johnson's Ferry, like yeah. that, right there. Have you looked at all at like a movie tavern or the places where you can like order food delivered no. to your seat? Those are my favorite. Those are my favorite ones. I like when they deliver things to my seat. You know what? No. But the only thing you have to play it safe because you can't see your food. <laughs> you get a little. I le- I need to know what I'm eating, so it's like well, I remember something very simple, like a cheesecake quesadilla or pizza. But I never True. go past that. But you always have your at least if you order your food and it gets delivered, like you know, you can always quickly turn on your phone flashlight and look and make sure. But I understand what you're saying. All right, well yeah. that'll be fun. So what else is going on, MB? How's how's the job search going? Good. The question is, no, no, no. I'm not going to let you off that easy now that you're almost 20 years old. Are you actually applying anywhere? Have you filled out an application? I'm I'm still working on it. Okay. Well, that's important. You want to get those applications in or that application in soon because... You know, your advantage is you're already out of school and available once these high school kids start getting out of work, out of school, you know. That's what I keep telling my daughter anyway, who is looking for a summer job down here in Florida. I tried to convince her to go out this weekend to the mall in person because a lot of places she's applying are over by the mall and she wouldn't okay. do it. She wouldn't do but- it. Wait, let's see. Can she hear me? Because I'm sitting outside and she's sitting inside, but she probably has her AirPods in, so she can't hear me. Anyway, MB, <laughs> I'll be, I will be super proud of you when you finish that application. Do you have a yes. Venmo account? A Venmo? No. Do you have a PayPal account? No. All right, we need to get you set up with one of those. Ask your mom which one you're allowed to have, PayPal or Venmo. Okay. Say Babs is willing to bribe me when I complete a job application. Slash no. wants oh to send God. me a, wants wants to send me a birthday present. Venmo, PayPal. Obviously, I think your mom has both. She could, but do you have your own debit card? 
Yeah. MB? You do? Because, yeah, because, like, Vivian and, well, Naomi has a bank account now, but Vivian has, like, her own debit card. That's kind of like. Where is my wallet? Oh, yeah, that's always good to know. That's good to know. (laughs) No, I think it's downstairs. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I've lost a wallet or two in my day. I'm not always the the most. um, At least I remember where it's at. Well, yeah, that means you haven't lost it. No, I I think in my 20s, I lost my wallet at least a handful of times. Super annoying. So annoying. Especially to have to replace things. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, this is MB's corner. So what else do you want to talk about, MB, except for today's tennis? The only tennis we can't talk about is Djokovic, Sissy Pash, and Tech Jabor. Any other tennis you can talk about, just not who's in the finals. And if you guys didn't know those were the finals, people, I apologize. The, <laughs> no, I knew it. The first game that, the, guess Russell Wilson's first game is going to be back in Seattle. The Broncos are opening at the Seahawks? Yes. That oh. was so done on purpose. That is so done on purpose. That's hilarious. Well, I have no, that doesn't even make sense to me. I literally, all right. So, for people who don't follow the NFL, there are two conferences the AFC and the NFC. The Seattle Seahawks are in the NFC, the Denver Broncos are in the AFC. It has not always been the case that the NFC and AFC have had regular season games against each other. I would have to Google and look up when they started that, but to have a season opener be an NFC game versus an AFC game like or team, NFC team versus an AFC team, I don't know if that's ever happened. Yeah. I don't even know how you'd Google that. MB, put that on your to-do list. You should Google and see if that's ever happened. Let's see. Let me see. I mean, I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know that it'll come up right now, but that's. I think that's super unusual. Yeah, they like I. Yeah, they they open the season on Monday night. The Seahawks open the season on Monday night football against the Broncos. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, I have to say, I'm surprised. You know, although I did, I was looking. Vivian, I think, was looking up the Seahawks schedule for me. Because MB, I've been saying to your mom, because the Seahawks and the Buccaneers are playing each other this season, which wouldn't always be the case because, you know, in the NFL, you play your division rivals twice. So that's six games. And then you play, you know, like some other, you play another conference, another division in your conference. And that's three games. So that gets you to nine. Then you play like a handful of other teams, I think, that are just miscellaneous, let's say, which means they're in your conference, but they're not in a, you're not playing the entire division. And then, you know, for however long you play, um, you play four teams in a division in the AFC or your, whatever your conference is. If you're in the AFC, it's the NFC, NFC, AFC. Um, I, I just think the Seahawks game is going to be good. Well, it's going to be weird, I think. It's, it's going to be, be weird. 
it'll be interesting to see how the fans respond. But my point was, I told your mom, since the Buccaneers and the Seahawks are playing this season, you know, she should come down here and we'll go to the game in Tampa. Except, you know what, MB? What? The Buccaneers and the Seahawks are playing their game in Munich, Germany. Yeah. Can you believe it? (laughs) I can't believe it, frankly. I told Jonathan, I'm like, all right, I got to go to Munich. So are you actually going to go to the game? No, I don't think I want to. Honestly, though, if your mom and dad were like, yeah, we'll go to Munich with you. And I could get somebody to come here in November to watch Vivian. Because, you know, I can't just leave my 15-year-old home alone. Then I would go. I think. Yeah. Maybe. I don't think Germany in November is probably particularly nice weather. (laughs) Did you know that uh, my first, the the Cowboys play the Buccaneers first? I did know that. Except they play them in Dallas, so that doesn't help us. Because if they were playing in Tampa, I would have insisted that you come down for the game. I would have, too. And I would have gone. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, let's see. Looking? Let's see how the Seahawks schedule looks like this year. Broncos, 49ers, Falcons, Lions, Saints, Cardinals, Chargers, Giants, Cardinals again, Buccaneers. That one's in Germany. Raiders, Rams, hmm. Panthers, 49ers. The Chiefs, the Jets, and the Rams again. I'd say that's like a a middling schedule, probably. Not the hardest, not the easiest. Um, But is that, are they, the Seahawks playing the Falcons in Atlanta or in Seattle? Let me see. Yeah, you check on that. No, it's in Um, Seattle. It's in Seattle, yeah. I don't know. So I have to think about what games I'm going to this season. Um, Jonathan keeps joking. I mean, I, and I tell him, he's like, Oh, we're going to get, have to get season tickets. You know, Tom, this will probably really be Tom's last season. But I was like, one, I don't want season tickets because we can't afford, or there won't even be available the seats I like to sit in. So I'd rather go (laughs) to games. I'd rather just go to the games I want, except the games that are the the best games that the bucks have this season. They're like, eight o'clock games and I hate eight o'clock games. I don't want to go to an eight o'clock game in person in Tampa. I'll get home at like 1 a.m. It'll be annoying and I don't want to. I want all my games to be at 1 p.m. But it's like, I think none of our, I think none of the Bucks home games are at 1 p.m. I swear they're all on the road. So we might go, my birthday weekend game, I think is the Packers at four it's a four o'clock game on sunday so i'll probably go to that one you mean you mean september 25th 2022 correct that's that's not my birthday but that's my birthday weekend so i'm probably going to go to that buccaneers home game let's see where is it at it's It's at at home yeah it's in tampa so and then i'll pick a couple other games I don't know. Okay, wait. So I think MB, maybe you were the first person that sent me the news that you know Tom has is doing a ten year contract with Fox Sports after he retires, and I was just so outraged. I was like, nobody outraged. should be talking. Outraged. Well, well I don't want the, anybody to be talking about his freaking post post retirement. His it contract. Mad. His contract. Let me see. I can. Let me find this thing. 
Oh, believe me, I remember it. It's for three hundred and seventy-five million for ten years. Three hundred and seventy-five million will eclipse what he made in his entire twenty-three-year career in the NFL. Yeah, ten years. Ten years is a long time. Well, one, thank you. That's a long freaking time, and nobody should be talking about his post-retirement. Again, they're just trying to traumatize me, guys. They're traumatizing me. I often I think about it. that. I'm like, I wonder if they know who Babs Alexander is. And they I don't. wonder if they just purposely look to do that to you. Well, <laughs> that would be kind of fun if they did. They don't. Maybe they're, try- maybe they're trying to do this to you. Maybe they're trying. They're not, they're not trying to do it. People, okay, first of all, I'm bigger than that. It's the universe that is messing with me. The universe, the celestial universe is messing with me. And this is one of the ways it's choosing to do so. Well, it all is a retrograde here, right now, isn't it? All I don't know. All these people here on earth, they're just tools of the universe trying to mess with me. Don't give them more power <laughs> than they have. Yeah. And please don't even tell me Mercury's in retrograde. Because I cannot I deal. I cannot deal. I cannot deal with that, Marissa. Okay. Sorry. Get out your crystals. They're all out. They're not helping me. I don't have the mental bandwidth to like pair them properly or wear them properly or Let's kiss see. them properly. Kiss Let's the see. ring. And then the Falcons. Ugh. I'm not the even Falcons. Yeah. I'm not even going to talk about the Falcons, but let's no. see how their schedule looks. No, no, no. I, no. Don't we don't care? No, let's let's talk no, about we better really things. Don't. We let's don't talk about better. All right, let's say the only teams we care about. Sorry, I have to care about two teams: the Buccaneers and the Patriots. Even though the universe is trying to kill me through the Patriots, you're all allowed to have two teams too. I have the Buccaneers and the Patriots. MB, you have the Seahawks. Chris, you have uh, the Cowboys. Cowboys. Does anybody want to care about another team? MB, are you going to care about the Broncos since they have Russell Wilson and they're in the other conference? Or are you not going to care about them? I might care for a little bit. Uh, personally, I think you can care up until the Super Bowl, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't think it's going to be a Seahawks-Broncos Super Bowl, but you can't rule anything out at this point. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. So what else? what else is happening up in the ATL, MB? What else do you want to share with our listeners? Let's see. Well, I'm at home, obviously, for the Yes, you've moved back for the summer. You're going to get a job. Yeah. That's important. Real life experience, you know, having to deal with all those annoying people out in the real world. Red bucket. I love it. Random. Red bucket. Red bucket. It's like red August rum, is red trying. Rum. August is trying to clean something, and I'm like, "Don't use that. And use this." And... Oh, your pot is clean. It's right there. It's in the thing. I washed it so you could use it. Sorry. Right, so speaking of <laughs> August, I told uh, Vivian he was coming down to do an IMG Tennis Academy this summer, and she was very impressed. Who? Who did you tell? Vivian, my daughter. Oh. <laughs> yeah, She's everybody's like, oh my like gosh, uh, "That's so cool." Yeah, he's he's pretty stoked, and uh, everybody he tells is like, "Ah, you're gonna what? they're gonna kill you there," blah blah blah. But oh, this is like that's that's fine. It's gonna be great. I'm, I'm looking experience. forward to it. Yeah, oh, I love I love him. I love his attitude. That's exact. Whatever. That's right. I it's mean, suppo- it's, be- it's not supposed to be easy. Whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a learning experience. 
Exactly, exactly. And this is where some of the best kids from around the world go. So I hope he makes some friends with uh, people from, you know, somewhere yeah, exactly. else. That'd be kind of cool. Make friends, exchange numbers, stay in touch. There's yeah. been so many houses coming up for sale in our neighborhood. All right, wait, hang on. We got to yeah. close the tennis, August tennis loop, but then we are going to switch to that because that is true. Um, yeah. So, so August yeah. and I are going to be driving down and uh, okay, we'll talk more awesome. about that, but it'll be good. It'll I'm be good. Looking forward to it. It's like literally right around the corner now. I know. And we've been planning I mean, this for like a zillion years. It feels doesn't, like. I mean, I feel like, doesn't he check in like three weeks from today or something? Is it only yeah. three weeks? I feel yeah, like it's, it's like, yeah, it's three weeks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cray to the Z, cray to the Z. All right. So MB, yeah. Switching to realty. Yeah. Real estate. I know. It's crazy up there. Well, yeah. it's not surprising. It is spring. So houses do go up for, on sale. Um, but I think everybody around here is trying to take advantage of a very crazy market. So there's a house yes. for sale, right? Um I won't say her name. She's a neighbor of ours from back in the day playing tennis with her. She lives right in the cul-de-sac next to this one. And there's a house for sale down the street from her. And she was telling me how, how much they want for it. And uh, surprised it hasn't sold yet because it's, it's a little underpriced. Um, well, what is underpriced? You can say it since we haven't given any actual describing it. Uh, well, most I mean, of the houses like, in this development now are going in the 800s. This yeah. one is more in the seven something. They're so, listing in the eights, I've heard. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Then, so this one is right up against a main road. That might be the problem, but it is a big house. It's got like five bedrooms and five bathrooms. So it's not, and it doesn't have a basement, but it is a beautiful house. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Of course. And, then, and you know, wait, hang on, NBC. This is when I want to start talking to you people. Your parents own a house in this neighborhood. You own a house in this neighborhood. Rest. I want you people to take advantage of the market, sell, and plan to move down here by me. Is that so wrong? I'm not. Sorry, I'm not moving to Florida. <laughs> oh, you should. You should. Because if August wants to launch his tennis career. He'll see. He'll want to take a gap year. He'll want to be focused down here in IMG. You'll see. You'll see. And he, really, and he can he can do that. But I'm staying here. No. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. I want to live on a lake. I want my lake house. And then, right, well, you still have to move to get that. You don't have that now. We have lakes you, down here. You're, absolute, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. All right, sorry. Back to you, MB. Sorry, distracted. And then, and then on Eden Wild Drive. Oh wait, don't say uh -oh, names. I'll edit it. that out. Can't say names. Can't say yes, names. I did know. I did know that. Well, who cares? Actually, nobody listens. It's public record. Yeah, Your house public is record. Sale. It is like public I, record. Like I have Your it right house. here. Exactly. What are they listing for? Are they official yet? Not yet. Okay. Wait. Well, how do you have it right here then? I is looked it coming it up. soon. All right, what does it say? Last time it sold was in 2008. Yeah, but is it? Oh, okay. So it's not listed for sale yet on Zillow. No. I don't know. That might end up being a private sale since she does. She is a realtor. She does have her real estate license. She might not even have to list it officially. That's just weird, though, because the sign's out on the front. It says thing. coming does soon. It, does that matter? Oh, it, does does it, say, oh, it says coming soon? Okay.
Yeah, it right? says well, coming soon. Sometimes if it says, well, also there's for sale by owner. I mean, remember, no names again, but we had a friend who did a private sale and it was never listed on Zillow or anything like that. I mean, after it closed, you could look up what it closed for, but that wasn't until after it closed and, you know, the sale got recorded. So, I say but anyway, can- yeah, I mean, that honestly, Now's the time to sell. I wish your parents were ready to sell MB because this real estate market, this this is a bubble like all things and it's not going to stay that way. I mean, I love it. I wish I were selling. My house has gone up $600,000 in value apparently since I purchased it. Your house right now? According to Zillow. Yeah, wow. if you look up my house on Zillow, it's worth 600,000 more than I paid for it, you know, a year and a half ago. That's unbelievable. You can you can get you know, the name I gave. It's, it's only what house. you can get for it. <laughs> I will. Yes. I mean, I'm just saying, I think, I mean, the reality is here's the current value. If you're putting on your, your house on the market, if you aren't putting your house on the market right now, then it doesn't matter, right? It only matters what the house prices are. And I mean, honestly, people should be afraid. Like, you never want to be in a position where you have to sell your house. You always want to be in a position where you want to sell it because we, you know, bought our house during the pandemic at the end of 2020. There's somebody up the street from us. So same street, same neighborhood, same country club. They bought their house in May of 2020. So definitely like very beginning of the pandemic and they got a freaking steal on it. I think it's a little smaller than our house, but it's obscene what they got that house for. And that was a function of somebody panicking during the pandemic and selling it for far less than it was worth. So. Wow. That's crazy. Just saying people. Yeah. I mean, like they're, they, they paid almost, I don't know. They paid like two thirds what we paid for our house. It's crazy. And like I said, the houses were only sold like seven months apart or something. So. Wow. Wow. Anywho, well, so I love it. I love it. What else, MB? What else do you want to cover in this MB's corner before I have to go watch my tennis? Because I've been recording it and I have to make sure it got all of it. Let's see. My friends, my friends want to go on vacation with me, so I don't know yet. Don't know where he is. Well, you got to get a job first because you can't expect your parents to fund your vacation travels fully. Yeah. You got to be able to fund some of that yourself. I say that that's my, that's my parent opinion. What's your parent opinion, Riss? She's a parent mute. opinion. That's okay. She can unmute. Well, uh, it depends. It depends. I would say, if you're going to go away with your friends, you should have some of your own money, no matter what. All right. There you go. And it is hard. <laughs> well, also, I mean, remember, it is hard. Like, honestly, until you're like 25, I mean. Well, see, I, I always had my own money. So until I was right. I mean, starting, like I was working early. So I always had my own. Right. Money, so it wasn't like well, I was asking for any. Yeah, and plus, but I don't think we didn't go on vacations like, you know, kids do these days. Like, I remember, you know, 
over college spring break, I had a friend whose daughter wasn't even in college anymore. She had literally dropped out, but she wanted to go on spring break with her college, her previous college friends. And um, she, the mom of one of the other friends was renting a house for them in Seaside because none of them are 25 and you have, you know, their renter has to be 25. And uh, like, she was asking her mom, oh, we need to know, will you pay for me to, and I'm like thinking, all right, you're not even in college. I'm not paying for you to go on a spring break trip with college friends and you've dropped out of college. I'd be like, you have a job. If you can afford it, go for it. I mean, of course, her job. That sounds was like, reasonable you know, to me. That sounds completely she was, reasonable she, but, to me. You know, she was at like a waitressing job, but, but yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be paying for anything. I guess every circumstance is a little different, but that one in particular does. I like, yeah, I wouldn't do it either. I wouldn't do it either. Yeah. Yeah. And if I shared more details specifically of why she dropped out of college, which I won't hear, then you would even be like, uh, should you even be seeing any friends from college? Although my friend said, oh, these are different friends from those people. I'm like, whatever. Pray to the Z. Well, it's fun to plan things, MB, but yeah, I think you should focus on getting that job application in, getting a job, because they want to know, like, if you're taking vacation time, like, they want to know it. Yes. That's a good point. I know that my daughter's been asked, like, you know, what time are you going to ask off for this summer? So, like, when your seasonal help, you know, especially in the summer... They're hiring you because they want their full-time permanent employees to be able to go on vacation, or they know their part-time employees might be taking more vacation. So you got to have a flexible schedule. You got to tell them you're not going out of town that much. And, you know, and then you got to also tell them, Hey, listen, I live locally. I'm available for seasonal help too. You know, I'm here around the holidays, even Mm. if you don't mean it, MB, even if you don't mean it. You sell it. It's who we are. Yeah. We're a, sale, we're a sales force. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, I love you both. Yeah. Love and, you, too. Uh, I'm baking out here now in the sun, so I've got to go inside, you know, and watch my tennis before my poor Irish skin burns off me. Not Irish. <laughs> sorry. Celtic. I'm Celtic. A, I'm shocked. My Celtic skin. I have been in the sun almost every day and I put my sunscreen on and ask Jojo because she's the one supplying it. <laughs> I'm using uh, it's, it's, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be hot tan. this week. I am tan. Are you it's tan? Like, I am tan. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Because like I said, I put my stuff on every day, but I am tan. My legs are tan and it's not even like mid-May yet or it's about mid-May. And it's supposed to get really hot here too. Oh, all yeah, right. Finally, so Georgia is heating up. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's been hot here forever now. How you feeling? Hot, hot, hot. We're upper yeah. 80s, low 90s every day. I love it. <laughs> I may just go jump in my pool before all I go right. in to watch tennis. All right, people. Yeah, well, we it. will circle back. We will circle back on the next, uh, you know, a walk in the park podcast. But for now, this has been a great MB's Corner. Yep. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Bye.